0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: All right, ready to go? Absolutely.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Game 7 Prediction podcast. It's time... For advanced analytics. Wow. The NBA has been absolutely crazy. Paul, have you found it absolutely crazy? Yes. Good. I'm in Fiji. There's a bit of a delay. Um, Now, I'm glad we haven't done a pod in a while. Sorry to everyone who, if if you're subscribed, that we. The, one of the keys to podcasting is being regular, and um, unfortunately, it's been just over a week, I think, since the last one. But um, just it, we've changed from doing like weekend pods, um, from Wednesday pods. I'm glad we haven't done a podcast in a while because I don't know what the hell's going on. All my predictions have been wrong so far. I can't believe the Celtics have beaten LeBron. Um, and it's now three all, so I guess, I guess they're three all, but look, have looked better than LeBron. Um, I don't know how the Cavs role players can physically play this poorly. I don't know how Golden State lost one game, let alone three games. Oh, it's, it's madness. Mm. Oh, so good to have Paul on, on the podcast. He, he contributes, um, he contributes, uh, he can so much. Um, oh, the only thing I have learned so far, I think, is that obviously home court advantage is huge. As basically, with the exception yeah, I don't of the cat, yeah.
0: I, I honestly, well, I don't I know what's it. going on. But also, well, players
1: obviously, yeah.
0: But what's well, it's the the fall off is is just crazy. Yeah, like the Celtics look like a different team when they play in Boston compared to Cleveland. Okay, mm. the the Warriors, what has happened to them? they they've lost they've lost the plot like i feel like no, they i feel like they've lost yeah. what made them good and for some reason now they just do this weird iso like they just do like kd isos they look like the thunder from like three years yeah. ago
1: yeah well they didn't quite look like that today where kd stepped back a little bit especially after a poor shooting star but um is, is that bad play by the warriors or good play by the rockets forcing you, them to do that right
0: I mean, I, but yeah, I don't know what the Rockets are doing. That's like just changed their whole vo- team vibe. It just seems weird. Um,
1: uh, uh, closing out hard on shooters, and um, you know, yeah, trying but, to stop but, ball no, movement. Like, like it's good. It's a good plan. The,
0: most of the positions, uh, there's so many positions where it's just like KD will just dribble up and then just jack a deep three, and it's like, well, that's not closing out on shooters. They didn't even they didn't make a single pass.
1: No, 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 no. But like what? But no, the stri- we talked about this last week. The strategy is to try and stop like the role players from getting theirs, like clo- close down Clay Thompson and stuff like that. All those shooting threats, and they've done a good job of it. Let KD score. F- Why is there a crunching sound in the background?
0: Oh, no, sorry, that's just on the mic you're hearing. It's because I spilled a glass of water on my laptop, and so I poured rice all over it, and then I was just—I was just dispersing the rice evenly around the keyboard. <laughs>
1: So the, so the listener can't hear that, the big crunching sound, and it's you spreading rice on your keyboard.
0: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to clear it because I'm trying to type right now.
1: You, okay, so it's you clearing rice off your keyboard to type.
0: That is correct.
1: And, and I'm, let me guess what you're trying to type in. You'll be trying to t- type in either NBA standings, NBA draft order, Probably the final score of the um, last today's Warriors Cavs game.
0: Incorrect. The standings don't really matter anymore because there's just four teams left.
1: Uh, That's normally what you type in, though. That was kind of a joke.
0: Yeah, no, no. That that usually would have been accurate. Um, no, what I was mm. interested in seeing was the statistics from today's games. I just wanted to. I was just curious to see if KD did have like the worst plus minus. I mean, he probably won't. But out of those starters, what was the um? The oh, I got music playing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, proud there's, of you, man. I'm mate. on okay. ESPN. There's an ad playing. Um, it's
1: this is why we don't give you the mic to you. No, right? no, no. Yeah, yeah, what are fa- you say? What's Katie's found plus it. minus? I found it. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Draymond Green plus this twenty-seven. I'm so sorry. He had four points with a plus 27 differential. Uh, Steph Curry had 29 points with a plus 33. Yeah. Clay Thompson, 35 points with a plus 32. Kevin Durant, 23 points, plus 13. Mm. So Steph Curry had plus 20 on him. Draymond... Had plus 14 on him. He only scored four points. Kayvon Looney had a worse plus minus. He had the worst plus eight.
1: So what, what, one thing you've got to remember is that the KD ISO as well helped get them through whole series while um, Steph Curry was injured.
0: Yeah, I just I just don't and like th- it.
1: I I think this no but no but, you, but the Rockets are forcing them into that ball like they'd love to just run run wild and they did do that today um swinging the ball around like mm. madmen jacking them in yeah. the three. I feel like we also But do, like the Rockets you you
0: we got to talk about the Rockets today because they I haven't seen a team choke like that in a long time.
1: Of course we're going to talk about the Ro- no but what about the Warriors choking the games, the games beforehand. Mm. Now um That's true. But still they're uh, up 17 let's just,
0: they, they lost someone had like a um did a graphic of it, and it was the worst ever yeah. where a team's been up by seventeen in the playoffs. It was the worst ever by a yeah. mile, the worst ever it's like swing defeat.
1: mate, you've just got to you've just got to cool your hot takes and pull your shit together. we We've got to look at like why um things have been happening, and I'm like, well, you you asked about the Celtics and why they've been so good at home and so bad mm-hmm. away. And you don't really know, but like the common logic as we talked about last week is that role players and young and ex- young and experienced players play better at home. Now yeah, but that
0: doesn't explain that.
1: The Cavs this yeah it does. The Celtics are all young and, I, and no, experienced.
0: No, no, but, yeah, but that's just like that's just like making the role the players. thing more specific. You can't just say, Oh, they, they don't play as good on the road because they don't play as good on the road.
1: Oh well cause cause home home support yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, energy. so
0: these these you are see these Steph are reasons. Curry and Clay Thompson going crazy. Yeah, these are these are reasons. Yeah. I always think maybe maybe it's just but like the, the, the comfort of your house opposed to some weird hotel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, and you see the friendly faces in the um the trampoline dunk squad, and you go, Oh, my friends mm, are I, here. I doubt
0: any of the NBA players are friends with the losers in the dunk squad. <laughs>
1: You watch, <laughs> you watch um, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson mm-hmm. just just constantly charging up the crowd when they're at yeah. home, and I'm like, it kind of annoys me that they're doing that because it's like, mate, you've got got another game to win now, yeah. and you're not going to have any of that in in um, Houston. So, you know, pull your crap together and and stop you know, just milking this home court advantage. Mm-hmm. For the Although Cavs, it's very explainable. Clay Thompson,
0: because sorry, because
1: the Cavs have one. Yeah, I
0: was just going to say, Clay Thompson the Cavs have
1: one good guy.
0: I was going to say Clay Thompson did have that quote where he, they was like talking about how good it must feel. And he was like, yeah, it feels great. But the second I walk out of that tunnel, I'm going to forget about this game. Yeah. And he also had that great quote where they were like, were you born for the big moments? And he was like, nah, he was like, I wouldn't say I was born for, born for these moments. It's just, uh, working my butt off. And, uh, and maybe I was born for these moments. I just love that he like he like denied it, and then he came around and was just yeah. like, "No, nah, yeah, I was born for these moments." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I don't even know. I don't. It's funny how the narrative changes game to game because I don't even know if Clay has been that clutch these playoffs, right? And he does go oh, missing sure. in some games. But, He's um, been quite inconsistent in this series, and yeah, he has he one good, good today, game though, and they're right? like, "You're born for it." Well, let's see what he does yeah. in Game Seven.
0: Yeah. Um, I felt like James Harden I have choked not been in the second half
1: oh yeah you're going to love that mate you're going to love you're going to love 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 that <laughs> um, it all comes down to game seven for his legacy
0: right oh well, essentially yeah
1: well let's go Rockets Rockets Warriors so as you were saying the Houston Rockets um, scored 39 points in the first quarter mm. and 9 in the fourth quarter unbelievable yeah.
0: well, so, what, I feel like what's even worse is they only scored 16 in the third so that's 25 points in the second half? Is that right? Holy. Yeah. 25. They went from 39 in the first quarter to 25 in the second half. Mm. That's insane. They scored 14 more points in the first half. First quarter, sorry. First quarter. So
1: (laughs) one of the reasons I've been so confused is my theory with Golden State and why they're so good and why they're so unbeatable, right, is just because they've got so many options – And even when Durant has an off game, like today, um, he has two other, um, you know, all-star scorers to pick up the slack, right? Mm -hmm. And um, LeBron obviously being the opposite to that theory, and if he has an off game, his team is definitely guaranteed to lose because there's literally no one else to even contribute, like, mildly acceptable scores. But, like, without Chris Paul, the Chris Paul injury has been so, so unfortunate because even with Chris Paul... I was picking the Warriors to um, come back from three two down, but then Chris Paul's gone. The Warrior, the Rockets have an excuse, and um, yeah, a- away from home without Chris Paul, the Rockets just look so so average. And man, the narr- the pressure on James Harden now is just unprecedented.
0: Yeah, I, I, I hate that people were like, "Oh man, Chris Paul is out for is out," and it's like, of course he is, of course he was gonna be, and like, and the same <laughs> with like. Kevin Love, out, wait, for, wait, wait. out for Game 7. It's what like, no mean? crap, of course he's out for Game 7. It happens every year He's he'll he'll be out for bloody Game 7.
1: Oh, are you doing this based on injury propensity? Well, yeah, you basically. Like, you like, but
0: it's also just like a lack of clutchness. Like, you know, Chris Paul, it's just like he'll disappear. He'll find a way to just get out of it and just screw it up.
1: Whew. These hot takes are hot, hot, hot. JFK played two- was an
0: inside job. <laughs> Look into it. Like...
1: Chris Paul had had two great games, and he like yeah, I know. James Harden. I know. is playing and that's for why, his legacy. That's why
0: it was like, of course, he was going to get injured. He was he was doing too good, and he was going to screw it up somehow. So then, like, of course, at the end of the game, he's just going to like do some weird flop and injure himself, um, limp off. Uh, but
1: I feel I feel I, I don't like Chris Paul at all. I think he's a dick. I think he deserves all this karma coming to him, but. I do feel sad for me, the basketball fan, that I don't get to watch him in that game six with the Warriors. Because while I am uh, probably in part more of a fan of the Warriors than the Rockets, I do want to see the Rockets win. Like I want to see someone different in. And it makes me sad that you know it does look like it's going to be Warriors-Cavs. Yeah. That's but my what, prediction anyway. Also, but is we'll Chris Paul
0: going to play or have they not announced it yet in the last game?
1: They have not announced it yet, but um, I would say it would look like he is going to play. My guess is that he'll be playing, but he'll be limping,
0: right? Because um, also, it's like I feel like the Rockets put too many eggs into the Harden and Chris Paul basket, and it's like if that happens,
1: those are those are pretty big baskets. What about the Cavs? They've got literally got one player.
0: I know, but that's why you, that's what I'm saying. You don't put your, your eggs like disperse your eggs and and play as a team.
1: Yeah, but. Okay, well, the Warriors are, have got more eggs and more baskets than anyone's ever had in NBA history. The um, Celtics are a good example, though, of spreading the load and mm. having a good team. no also, so, weird thing so, about the Rockets...
0: Yeah. Well, well, I think the Warriors have changed. Like, this year, they've changed. And they used to be hmm. eggs in everyone's basket. And now they've gone, weirdly, eggs in KD's basket. And just then when he doesn't play well, it's like... But, yeah, again, you're saying...
1: No, no, but no, but they just won that game with KD only scoring twenty five. points. I know, I they, know.
0: They were, they were much better this game. They, they were. But, um, but my, still... My, I...
1: my, my thing with the Warriors, the Warriors have rot from, like, because of the way their salaries are going to be structured, they're going to become more and more top-heavy every year. And they've got not a lot of a bench, they've got not much of a bench anymore. And if you look at, like, Iguodala's injured, so there goes a key role player. Draymond mm. can't shoot, so there goes a good option. And um, like Sean Livingston and stuff, like those bench players, just kind of give them nothing now. And maybe it's just the level they're playing at. And most teams are playing just six or seven players, but just they rely on the Warriors rely heavily on three players, whereas the Rockets rely heavily on two.
0: Yeah, how um, how good was uh, that Nick Young swaggy P pass where he like. He he did like a look away pass to Sean S- Livingston who dunked it. Did you see that? It was nearish. No, hanging. I missed it. Oh, it was quite good.
1: I can't believe Nick Young's. Speaking of role players, I forgot he was on the team. Get him out of the court. It's, it's embarrassing that he's at this level of the playoffs. I used to love Swaggy P, and I got to admit, I was maybe a bit team. I was team, team Iggy Azalea in the breakup, um, but oh, he's yeah. just. He's just... He, no, I'm just joking there. I don't give a shit about Iggy Azalea, really. But just since the breakout, I've just kind of... Uh, he's gone from being a lovable idiot for me to just being an idiot idiot. Like, he's I out agree. there playing in Yeezys and stuff. Like, are you moving your rice on your keyboard again?
0: Yes, but no one else can hear that. It's just on the it's on the built-in <laughs> microphone.
1: It's quite jarring. Uh, it sounds like you're having a big packet of chippies during the game. Um, uh, the constant cuts to the Curry family are annoying for me.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure. And for
1: the Rockets they cut to Hackie Elijah on as if he's their dad or <laughs> yeah. something.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's the dad really they nine. never had. And and they also showed a lot of the other day, they showed quite a bit of in Houston of JJ Watt and uh Justin Timberlake. And it annoyed me seeing Justin Timberlake. Yeah, not cool. Yeah. Two not cool guys, but also Justin Timberlake was getting so excited. And it's like, mate, you're a Grizzlies fan. You're like a part-time Grizzlies owner. <laughs>
1: who's he, who's who's Timberlake the Rockets,
0: supporting? He, they were in Houston and he was like high-fiving people and stuff, and it's like, what the heck? I mean, maybe he maybe yeah, lives in quite Houston weird. or something, but like, he's a Grizzlies guy. I'm sure of it.
1: Yeah, I think he's a – I thought he was a part yeah, that's what, owner, that's but what I'm who saying. knows.
0: I. He's, he's a part owner. Yeah.
1: You've got to admit that the Rockets are doing some sort of amazing defense. Because yeah. it's interesting you're talking about Harden, Harden choking yeah. and Chris Paul choking, because I'd say the Warriors choked two games yeah, in they a row. Did scoring less than a hundred points and then really struggling down the stretch. Like when they need to get buckets, oh, absolutely. Not be able to score and then even in the last play, the
0: last play when just like Draymond, just like fumbled it and Here fell comes over. Draymond Green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, they're having, they're having a mirror. Even in the first half of this game, Golden State looked like they're having a Like there was one where it bounced to Draymond and everyone else set off back down the other end. Cause he was like getting a defensive rebound. And then he just like, just, like, fumbles it out of bounds, then runs over, tries to save it. Firstly, he just tried to chuck it back under his own hoop, which was dangerous. But um, then he stood on the line anyway, so it was just, like, a turnover. And it's like, what are you doing? Just catch the ball. But um, mate, in that yeah, in yeah, that second half, I felt like there was just so many plays where it's, like, the Rockets just, like, lo- just lost their cool in that second – like, you know, just um, Steph's, like, kind of hassling – James Harden and then James Harden blows past him but for some reason just decides to swing his arm around and, and um whack Curry in the head in and the it's face, like wh- yeah. why why did you do that it's like it's just a turnover instead of two yeah. points and then um uh, one thing i hate is just how they um so as someone who argues with the ref a lot but i just hate when people just argue just very like when they did a foul and they'll just argue that they didn't. And it's like, and then you see the replay and you're like, what are you arguing there? Like there was one where, um, yeah. So they've been, they've been calling it consistently where you jump out to try and block someone on a three and you land under their feet. And then they, yeah. Like they've been calling that. And then, um, what's his name? Eric Gordon, who I really dislike just runs out to Swaggy P in the corner first jumps, hits his arm then lands under his feet and yeah. like kind of knocks him over and he yeah. just goes nuts and he's like, what? He's running around. What? Yeah. What? And it's like, Why are yeah. you doing that? It's you're insane. Yeah.
1: Okay. JFK what <laughs> okay. JFK A lot of passionate JFK I like was passionate.
0: an inside job, man. Look into it. Uh, <laughs> I
1: like I like that you um uh missed the Champions League final today, because if you wanted to see Peel butchering it. Then, for a start, this morning was so annoying um, because Sergio Ramos, who I liked until today, I was wearing a Real Madrid basketball sh- singlet while watching the game. He put Mo Salah, Liverpool's best player, in an arm lock and dislocated his shoulder, and basically ended Salah not only for that game, not only ended the U- the Champions League, but also ended possibly his World Cup campaign for Egypt as well. So so sad. If you, Sergio Ramos, the Draymond Green of the. Um, uh, European Wait, football what? circuit, but um, Sergio Ramos is like Draymond Green, like he's like this villain that everyone hates who plays dirty and right, yeah, constantly flopping all around the place. He he's so annoying. Not uh, after he breaks Mo Salah's arm, he also smacks the Liverpool goalkeeper in the head. He constantly falls over and just like writhes around in agony. He does the mat, he he flops over when he hasn't even been touched. It's the guy's infuriating and it's annoying because I liked him because he's so goddamn handsome. But I've gone to so far as to unfollow him on Instagram. That's oh, how outraged wow. I am at his performance. But um, mate, football would just infuriate you. So I've watched the, just like I'm like a casual fan. I've just watched the Champions League, um, like playoff rounds, mm. and so part of the reason that Real Madrid beat Bayern Munich is because Bayern Munich tried to, in the clutch of the game, like a tie game, tried to pass it back to their keeper. The keeper fumbled it and they just kicked it straight into the goal to win the game, basically. And then today, you just would not believe what happened. They, they um, Liverpool played the ball through. Uh, sorry, Real Madrid played the ball through. It was too far. The Liverpool keeper caught it. He tried to roll it... To um, uh, another Liverpool player and a, a Real Madrid player just put his foot out and it hit his foot and went into the goal. Like, can you imagine butchering? A, it was a nil all at that point. That was that was the first goal of the game. Yeah. The keeper tried to roll the ball to one of his teammates with his hand, and Benzema just puts his foot out and just blocks it into the goal. And like the it, like the Real Madrid players didn't even didn't even celebrate it because it was so bad. Then for the third goal, just when – because the second goal was um, your boy um, Gareth Bale scoring the greatest bicycle kick in Champions League history. Yeah, not my
0: boy. But and then the – um,
1: you used to love Gareth Bale and you physically yeah, resembled well, him. that was
0: why. That was why I liked him really.
1: <laughs> but also, no, nah, nah, I quite like Gareth yeah. Bale. I, I'm kind yeah. of into him. He seems a bit like well, special. When I was there,
0: bit. I felt – yeah, yeah. I felt kind of sorry for him when I went to one of the games. But also we have been talking about f- –
1: yeah, because he got bullied yeah, by the well, crowd. I didn't
0: realise. I was like, oh, cool. They all whistle every time he gets it. And then afterwards, I saw an article that was like, and firstly, in the game, I was like, he, he you could see he was like almost player of the game, I reckon. Like he, he basically set up all three of their goals. Um,
1: but they And him. then
0: afterwards, the article on that line, when I Googled to see the highlights, um, it was like a player coming to his defence saying he didn't deserve to be getting booed. And I was like, oh, the whistling was mm. – they were jeering him. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> You're like, man,
1: they love yeah. Christian Bale here, eh? And afterwards oh, – yeah, Sorry, what's his, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, afterwards um, I saw him. He Bale, drove
0: yeah. past me. And it was real sad because we, we all went out and we swarmed um, – we all swarmed mm. Cristiano Ronaldo's car. He was like in a sports car with like his wife or whatever, and he stopped at the red lights. So we all walked out, and I stood right mm. next to the driver's window. So I was like literally – one meter away with a piece of glass between me and Cristiano. And then
1: you could just punch through yeah, a piece of glass yeah, and touched I'd him. You should have
0: done it. would have gotten in trouble. But um, then, yeah, then straight afterwards, Gareth Bale just drove past by himself and his like um, Range Rover or whatever. And, um, and I, I kind of felt sorry for him. I was like, oh, he's all alone. He's well, don't alone feel here. sorry
1: for him because he was Champions League final, man of the match. His first goal was a a, um, a bicycle kick stunner and his second goal not so good and the, the keeper choking again. He literally blasted one from 30 metres out straight at the keeper and the keeper just tried to block it or catch and it and just hands. didn't catch it and it just went into the goal. Oh, man. Yeah, so, unbelievable so Liverpool... anyway. Game seven predictions.
0: No, just Sorry? continue. Let's stop talking about football. It's a basketball podcast. So... <laughs>
1: Sorry, the um sorry, the delay's kind of annoying. Um, game seven predictions, Rocket Warriors go.
0: I'm gonna say Warriors, they've got to wake up.
1: Yeah. Cause the Warriors have shot a better field goal percentage um and three point percentage than the Rockets in both their last two losses. Seems crazy that they're losing. Turnover's basically been the deciding factor, which is another big reason why home court like teams are better, less turnovers, less pressure. At home than away. Yeah, but again. So this like that's, game, the Rockets was terrible, but previously the Warriors terrible. That's
0: what. Well, I feel like that doesn't explain anything. That's just like because you see the. Re-
1: no, it does. If you, no, if you see a trend of more turnovers yeah. Um, away, yeah. But from the question is, why are they
0: turning trend. it over more? That's because like that's.
1: Because of the home yeah, yeah, court yeah. pressure. So that's
0: so yeah. But anyway, let's continue.
1: You're like all right. No, no, well, no. all I'm saying it. is that like, you um, can't say I, like.
0: Oh, teams play worse on the road because they play worse on the road. Because the turnovers are bad. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because but... they make more turnovers. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. That's that's the last yeah. thing that's happened um... the turnover. Anyway.
1: All right, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Game seven predictions. The um, Warriors, uh, my, mine is Warriors by 30. Harden and crumbles and it becomes a huge storyline where, because it makes it doubly, you almost don't want to, if you go out badly in the playoffs, you almost um, don't want to win the MVP. It's so, the NBA, it's infuriating that the regular season awards happen after the playoffs when, you know, guys like Damien Lillard and stuff who are star players in the regular season all of a sudden turn to crap. And um, James Harden, it could be the second year in a row where the MVP just goes out like an idiot in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And that's my prediction. I hope it's not. I hope that Harden comes alive. I really want to see the Rockets win this and have a different NBA finals. But my prediction is Warriors kill him by 30. Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kev Celtics um, prediction.
0: Celtics, baby. I got to stick with it. Stick with my guns. You reckon? Well, I mean, I'm,
1: I reckon if the Celtics want to, yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, I, I mean, I've got no, I don't, I don't know at all. But I'm sticking to my guns and saying Celtics and seven.
1: No, no one knows. We haven't seen the game yet, but we're making I predictions. I think if the Celtics want to win, they need to be up twenty at halftime. Like, I, the, for me, LeBron is like this mythical character. He's like the he's like Smog in the Hobbit. He's like this mythical villain who, like, you've got it to beat him. You've got to really beat him. You've got to get, like, some like some magical Game of Thrones-style ice and, like, drive it through his heart or something like that. Otherwise, he's just going to keep on coming back. And if it's a close game, you've got to pick LeBron to come right in the fourth quarter and beat Boston. But if the Celtics... You know, the, Kevin Love's out. The Celtics team Although is to, straight... To be, the, the Cavs team is playing so badly.
0: To be honest... I reckon they were better when after Kevin Love went out in that last game. It seemed, (laughs) yeah, 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 maybe got way better. But like
1: Jr. Smith, their whole team is just like making me depressed. But um, I reckon, I reckon Cavs are going to do it. But Celtics, you know, if Celtics can blow them out early, then at home, you know, home court advantage is a big factor. So, so, so you're picking both the away teams to win. Oh, no, sorry, you're picking the... Oh, no, sorry, sorry, Celtics at home. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm picking both the away teams to win. I'm picking another bloody Cavs-Warriors final and um, not looking forward to it. Because I'm going to say For this, me, that... Our th- yeah?
0: You, you continue?
1: Our theory is that LeBron, while it's amazing that he keeps on making the NBA finals, that his opposition is weak. And my, my theory is that the Raptors, my Raptors, bloody horrific... The paces are okay, but like not that good. And my, my theory is also that the Celtics are not that good. That's why I want to see them make the finals, because I reckon well, they Celtics are, um, or Cavs will probably get a gentleman's sweep, like losing five in the finals, possibly in four.
0: Yeah. Pe- people do forget that it's like everyone's talking about LeBron, incredible. They're without their two arguably two best players, Gordon Hayward and Celtics, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Like They're so yeah. injury riddled. Um, but what was I going to say? I I think for the Celtics, Lebron is playing amazing. I think for the Celtics, yeah, they just, they've got to find some way to. Obviously, they're like they don't want Lebron to just hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Be kicking it out to the shooters because he has so many times where he just drives in and just does layups. And um, yeah, so the, the, yeah, the, you just sort of find the balance between stopping their kick out, but also just you just got to st- stop some of those easy <laughs> driving and lay it up, mate. Mate, you sound you
1: sound like the, you should be doing the coach before the game. You've just got to, no, but it's
0: you just got to s- yeah. Stop it just seems crazy. Oh, they just can't they just can't do can't do anything.
1: Mate, he's the greatest player of all time. He's one of the greatest players well, of all time. Well,
0: you, you just made a big claim and then you,
1: he's hard to stop. He's, he's like a freight. You need to yeah. double team. No, I think, I think... Him, and then if you double team him, he's going to find the open yeah. man. Like but, what's but, about that is hard to understand. Yeah,
0: no, but what I think needs to happen is, is surely that they have someone on the, the court, like Tristan Thompson's not a great outside shooter, right? Whoever's marking him yeah. loiter and then step up and take charges. Like I feel like LeBron should give up way more charges than, uh, then he does. That's why I, I love Marcus Smart because
1: Mate, this is your plan to stop LeBron is to take some charges. Yes, take charges. For a start, absolutely you, you will die.
0: Yeah, but it's the all, it's game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. If you take two charges early, first quarter, if you take two charges, <laughs> that's gonna change how he plays completely. Um and he'll be in foul trouble. I've
1: never heard a whiter strategy for um a basketball no, game than to draw some charges on their best player. Yes, but um it, I don't know if
0: it's um. It seems yeah. so obvious. He burns in w- with so much, and I feel like often they he 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 complains every time, which is one thing I just hate so much. How he just complains absolutely every time. He'll go what, and he'll 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 have his hands out and go what what, and um yeah, and it's like well you did just fly in at a million miles per hour and just smash into three guys, and and like mm-hmm. most of the time it goes in anyway. You just power through and and um and throw it up and in, but um. Uh, that seems like the obvious way to combat is just stand in front of him and just get smashed over. But um,
1: well, he- he- here's my theory that Al Horford is going to do your strategy of to draw a charge. LeBron's going to jump up, kick him in the face, dunk on him, and get the and one core for the three point play. But we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, the Cavs, um, uh, sorry, the Celtics do your plan of draw. If some I'm Brad Stevens, I
0: put Marcus Smart on whoever can't shoot. Because Marcus Smart, uh, see, I've always rated myself on the basketball court as a help side defender, someone who's who can. Uh, if you're playing man defense, I think I know how to uh, play help side defense good and step up and um, and I think in the help side man uh, situation, I think I take I right, take a, help side I man defender. I take a lot, defender, of, right, take a lot of charges, is what I'm saying, and I like Marcus yeah, Smart because okay, I think yeah. of him as. Very similar to me, and he uh, so get him put him on Tristan Thompson and have him step up and take it. And he can mark Tristan Thompson in the post.
1: you you know. You know, Tristan Thompson can dunk from two feet as well, they will pass to Tristan 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 Thompson, but
0: then just rotate really hard and and the charge okay, take some charges, draw some charges and
1: rotate hard, rotate hard. Well, let's see if they do that for sure. I mean, I mean, on the on the the, and the positive is that every one of the Cavs players are playing like ass. And if one of them doesn't score, you know, a couple d- of baskets, I disagree then with that. Like in the lose. last
0: game, in that last game, guys were incredible. Like George Hill and George Hill. George Hill had a nice. solid game.
1: But you know, but you got to remember that he's, that's his first good performance though. George Hill's been barely on the court before that. Yeah. He, the last game he was solid, but don't get me wrong. This is what, this is what I can't understand about the Cavs. Like I would have picked the Cavs over the Celtics every day. And well, that's they're
0: stacked as hell, but...
1: None of them perform. Yeah, it's a crazy thing. All right. But I do think it's like, um,
0: it's, it's eventually you've got to just look at that as like, that's how kind of LeBron and Ty Lue I know, operate. you say this every week. A little bit, because it, but it always is, it always is that way. That it's like, it's like, oh, they're trash. And it's like, well, no one said they were trash when they were on other teams.
1: All right. Like well Kyle Corv has
0: always been like, oh like he was an all-star a couple of years ago and people were always racing. Oh no,
1: Carl, no Corv is a joke. I can't believe it when they're like, he's the second best player on the Cavs. He's... The dude has got, like, um, it's like his knees don't bend, and he's got, like, all these special compression elements on all his, all his <laughs> joints. And I can say I reckon it's because his body's so broken that he's got, like, um, just, like, splints, like metal uh, wooden pieces of, like, kindling wood, um, like, holding his knees together. So when he runs, it's like his knees don't bend, and he, like, runs with, like, these dead straight arms as well, and he's, like, lanking it mm-hmm. all around the core, and... Um, Jeez, like, just think about that guy on defense, and like how like it's so funny watching the Cavs because they have two white players, Kevin Love and. Um Cole Korver and the Celtics' whole offense, when they're on, um, <laughs> when they're when, when those guys are on the court, is just put them in um, the pick and roll, get a switch, and then just cook them. And uh, yeah, it's pretty sad because just because it is like they're like racially profiling the Cleveland Cavaliers and go yeah. at the white guy. That's the weak link, but rightly so. Like Kevin Love has the potential to be okay still, but Cole Look Korver, love him, great player. Um, but unfortunately, he's just so old now that it's, it's not that easy for him to play some good defense against Jalen Brown, you know? Mm. It's magic time, baby.
0: It's so that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. The On-Ball! I love sit down. The ball I for New Orlando, man. I used to be jealous of having to follow. You're taking every game personal. I'm Sit friend. down. Oh, wow! How <laughs> about I haven't really got anything this week. (laughs) Great. Uh, Well, they
1: haven't done anything.
0: Huh? Yeah. They haven't done anything. um, Just a quick update. Maybe They're still kind of trying to find a coach is the big thing. (laughs) I've seen quite a,
1: when you say trying to find a coach, most teams look for a coach to hire, but the Mm. magic are like just looking for someone who's like (laughs) actually willing to take on the momentous task.
0: No, absolutely not. They are, overwhelmed with applications, I think you'll find. <laughs> but um, I've seen quite a few videos and photos of uh, – Jonathan Isaac, at least, seems to be practising his basketball, which is good. Oh, that's good. Um, I don't know about the rest of them. I haven't seen – <laughs> Oh, actually, Aaron Gordon update, he mainly is hanging out in like a this little pool in a backyard, and he's uh, – There's like a little um, kind of toy hoop next to the pool, and he'll do things like he'll um, – He'll he'll shoot from the pool and splash it, or he'll um he did a video of him standing in the pool and then jumping out of the water, landing on the outside of the <laughs> pool, and then um swishing a, a like a deep shot on the hoop, which is actually quite impressive to jump out of water, like jump out <laughs> of a pool is pretty crazy,
1: like a dolphin.
0: Yeah, well, we did it. Yeah, we did it recently, right when we were in that hotel pool. It was indoors and there was the roof. And you've jumped up and you kind of nixed the top. But to be honest, it was like mainly your height. Like I tried and I, uh, I don't think I, I got it at all. But um, It was my raw athleticism. I wouldn't say that. But yeah, jumping out of water is hard.
1: We'll agree on that. And that has got to be the bleakest off-season update for the Magic I've ever heard. That one of their players is on Instagram jumping out of water onto the side of the pool and shooting shots into a pool hoop.
0: Nah, man. He's putting in work.
1: What, what do you think um, what's what going to happen with
0: Kawhi Leonard? Stays in San Antonio.
1: Seems like a no-brainer. It annoys me that people even, like, do people not remember last year when LaMarcus Aldridge was like, going to go, going to go, going to go, and then, of course, he just re-signs? Like, why would the Spurs get rid of Kawhi Leonard, you know, like a potential top-five player, and why would he go anywhere else? And, I mean, there's starting rumors that he wants to go to a bigger market and stuff like that. But A quite not super marketable. B, like his jersey this year, he's been injured the whole year, is available for sale in New Zealand. Like he's already pretty marketed. Um yeah. Yeah. They um they just talk shit, I reckon, but surely he's gonna be super max or whatever they can give him, and uh, he's gonna be the cornerstone of that franchise. I don't know why I even brought it up to be honest. I'm just fitting into the media narrative. Um, do you hear the story that Isaiah Thomas wouldn't do um you know the little not the nba legend sex slash um uh sexual abuser mm-hmm. um allegationer um the the little guy little midget man from boston via cleveland via um los angeles I remember he used to play for the phoenix suns as well. yeah. i remember i saw him play once and thought it was a child um, yeah uh Isaiah thomas when he was at cleveland wouldn't participate in the novelty handshakes do you hear about that yeah he wouldn't do the novelty handshakes, and when asked um, uh, why he wouldn't do one, um, he said, that's not what I do. I just score the basketball, which is such a funny thing yeah. to say before you go out there and play um, terrible. Yeah. It reminds me of the Basketball Diaries, the Leonardo DiCaprio film, where they like get high in the changing room and then high-five each other and go, see you in the NBA, bro. And then they go out there and just like can't even dribble the ball and they're like falling all over the court and they're just tripping out like during the game. That's what Isaiah Thomas was like. I just score the basketball yeah. and then goes out there and proceeds to shoot like 15% from the field and um, can't even make a free throw.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a quite a, sh- a shocking revelation the other day.
1: A shocking revelation?
0: Hmm. Iman Shumpert... Still, firstly, still exists. <laughs> Secondly, he doesn't play for the Cavaliers. Nah, he got traded. You yeah, still? I just I didn't realize that. Oh no, I think he's in Sacramento. That's so good. So there was a video of him, and it was him like talking about the, like sharing his thoughts on the um the series. I can't remember what he said, but it was quite funny. And then I was like, what the hell? Why is he like talking about the Cavs like like that? And then I was like, oh, did he not play for them anymore? And then sure enough, I did some digging. I'm
1: glad he's not there because the last thing the Cavs need right now is another underperforming, overpaid player who also can't hit a shot from three. And the Cavs literally waited three years for him to make an outside shot and he failed to do that simple task. So get out off the team. Um Yeah. Freaking it's so funny. I love the idea that Sacramento um, is the place that if you're a GM, you threaten players with. You're like, look, mate, if you don't pr- improve yeah. and improve your three-point percentage, I'm going to send you to Sacramento. And they're like, no, nowhere. And then they're like, <laughs> you have underperformed. To Sacramento with you.
0: No. Okay. That's the end of Magic Mayhem. <laughs> time for the time for segment. It's been way too long. Everyone wants it. It's time to give the people what no they want, this. it's time for Clip of the Week.
1: Here's the thing about Clip of the Week, you act like... Clip, 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 clip,
0: clip, 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 clip. It's that Clip of the Week! <audio> I found you. Clip, 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 clip. It's that Clip of the Week! It's <audio> that Clip of the Week!
1: just because as a listener we could enjoy the clip with you as opposed to you just enjoying the memory in your own brain
0: No, well I, i'm gonna play the clip and you'll hear the audio oh okay. that, yo,
1: that's good that's what i was asking for hurrah yeah. the people rejoice well, that's what it
0: usually is remember but it's just you can't see the visual a lot, lot of times visual elements oh yeah okay. okay
1: is the visual crucial to this clip
0: no i um, actually i'm gonna do two clips
1: no, no, you, no, you're not allowed to do two clips. Maximum one clip. <laughs> and then no, after the <laughs> clip's one gone, was, I, I will judge was, whether you can do the second clip.
0: Okay, but the, the second one's purely audio. The first one I'm going to do is, is from last Mate, last week.
1: you're on thin ice, all right? You've got one clip, make it good, and if it's good, you'll get to do another clip. That's how a meritocracy works.
0: Okay, I'll do this week's clip first. Great, and then I'll if it goes well, then next week, last week's clip will be played. Okay. Great, fantastic. fantastic. And I'm, I'm unplugging the headphones, so you you can't don't talk during the clip. Okay, okay, let's do it. Um, so this clip is at Oracle Arena after the game, and it's uh, play. It's just an interview with uh, Swaggy P.
1: Okay, great.
0: Yeah, it was Dennis Rodman came in my dream last night, and I was wondering why he came in my dream. Yeah, the purple hair, all kind of stuff. Uh, but he told me, um, you know, tomorrow you're gonna play a little defense. I was like, nah, that's not my game, Dennis Rodman. Why are you in my dream? But it, you know, just so happened I played a little defense.
1: <laughs> Great.
0: Okay, cool. So now for the second club.
1: No, no, you set up the clip properly. That was a clip, I, I, I'm guessing that was a clip about Swaggy P talking about how Dennis Rodman came to him in a dream and said, play some good defense. No, you,
0: no you're no, you not guessing that. You just heard the clip, and so you know that.
1: No, but you could set it up a little bit better is what I'm saying. By, by saying, just
0: explaining what the clip is in its entirety. No,
1: just, just mention Dennis Rodman, because at the first minute of the clip you're like, who is this purple haired man? And then you hear him say Dennis Rodman, you're like, ah.
0: No, he said Dennis Rodman before the purple haired bit.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe he only heard the purple haired bit. Okay, I apologize. Okay. Next clip. Okay,
0: next clip. Okay, cool. Go, go, you got it. You go, you can do it. You can do it. Go,
1: go, go,
0: go, 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 leap of faith. you can do it.
1: It what is this? Go Are okay. you intellectually challenged?
0: No. It's time to ex- like
1: after the last. Cl-
0: <laughs> time to explain <laughs> the clip. S- so um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so th- the last clip. I told you to explain it beforehand. That clip there sounded like it was at a water park and it was just a, a what i'm guessing was a white american male telling some kids to go 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 and then like a bit of rustling maybe some kids going down a water slide or something what was it
0: so again you've you've hit the nail on the jackpot um because wow. the clip it was a water park i've hit the nail on the jackpot as the saying goes you have hit the nail on the jackpot <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Okay, so that was a uh, Joel Embiid at at the a- Atlantis Hotel in the Bahamas. So here's a little bit of background. So the- why didn't you tell us this in the first place? Well because this is how Clip of the Week works. I play the clip, then I explain it. <laughs> it's tradition. Um,
1: oh, it's so painful.
0: No, we'll just stop b- b- bagging on it and le- hear me out. Okay, so Joel Embiid was at the Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas, where I think quite a lot of NBA players seem to go in the off-season. It's kind of like a massive, quite like American-style resort in the Bahamas, uh, and it's got sweet water parks, kind of like these Aztec pyramid water park slides that go down. There's one where you go down, and you as you're sliding, I think you go underwater, and you see, like, sharks and stuff, which seems kind of pointless, because, like, you're probably going quite fast on the slide, and, and like, you're not going to even really take in the sharks but maybe it's cool i shouldn't knock it before i really <laughs> give it a crack but um and it's Allen bead he's he's sitting at the top of a slide and he's holding a gopro and everyone behind him is trying to tell him to go but he's uh he's too scared he doesn't want to go and um and he almost goes and then he bails out and then he climbs out and and everyone's like disappointed and then it jump cuts to uh, what doesn't jump cut, It just cuts to, to this like kind of water playground with like little kids' slides, And he's up on that, and the caption is, "This is the only slide he wanted to go down. And anyway, it's a great video. Um, and then, But then on his Instagram, he did actually post photos of him going down a, a big slide, and he said, uh, he said that he'd never do it again."
1: Did he say because he he can't swim because he's black or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
0: he did. He did.
1: Which is pretty funny, but also quite sad. Like, imagine how scary swimming would be if you couldn't. You're doing the scraping the rice off the keyboard one last time. Um, if you couldn't swim, a water sco- a water slide would be very very scary. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: All right. I um yeah, there's a whole lot of things like that. you are like doing it for the first time. If you're not used to it. Yeah. Like imagine imagine if you're an adult and you haven't gone on a plane before. I always think how mind-numbing that must be. Like even if you've seen heaps of planes or met people who go on a plane. Yeah. Like, yeah, it must yeah. It just tur- I still get freaked out by turbulence, What's man. The it was, sc- yeah.
0: Do you reckon what do you reckon the scariest thing you've ever done is? That's quite I hard. I haven't done eh? that
1: many scary things. Yeah, neither. I try and I try and avoid it. I've been on the um the bungee at uh uh in Auckland CBD, even though the Wellington one was closed down because it was it failed, it's like War of a Fitness or whatever. Mm. Um, that that scared me.
0: What's the done scariest a- thing you've ever done? I- yeah, I don't know. I haven't done a lot of scary things.
1: I stood in goal while the New Zealand women's field hockey team hit hockey balls at me. I found that quite um quite frightening.
0: That's quite good. Once I was like in Kiteri down near Nelson, New Zealand. And I was exploring on this like little island, this little hill island thing. And I'd climbed up and I'd gone mm. right up to the top of it through all this dense bush. And then I was like going down the other side kind of thing. And it was like so steep. It was like essentially vertical, vertical, vert- vertical. So I was just going from tree yeah. to tree, like kind of like jumping down kind of. And then there was quite a big yeah. gap for the next tree. And so I sprinted down. I was going hundred miles an hour kind of, and I hit into the back of the tree, which then snapped and fell forward. It was like a dead, like stump of a tree kind of thing, and it kind of snapped, oh fell gosh. forward, and then I started plummeting, sliding like on this kind of bit of wood, sliding headfirst down the hill, and
1: headfirst, yeah, yeah, because
0: I'd hit it and it had fallen forward, so I was like fell onto my stomach and was like um, losing, like skeleton racing down the hill on a bit of wood, oh and God. then um, I grabbed onto like a root thing which then swung my body around and it was, I was like right at the end and it was like a drop down to um, these stones like several meters below and I remember being like, I very nearly died. But that wasn't, it wasn't so oh much scary because obviously I didn't know that was going to happen. But like, it was more mm. just like, wow. But um, I feel yeah. like I haven't done, I've been on a bunch of scary rides and slides and whatnot, but I haven't done anything.
1: You almost actually died. Well, glad you're still alive there Yeah, man. Um, glad you made it. Just the other day, I was at um, hahe and I, uh, a beach, uh, camper van park kind of place, and um, there was this like Italian man and this like uh, like Swedish lady or whatever. And that it was mm-hmm. real wavy, rainy day, and I was out on the beach um, saying goodbye to the beach one last time. And they're trying to get into a two person kayak, and I just put them yeah. in the kayak. I helped them get in because they couldn't get in in the waves and then pushed them out to sea. And as soon as I pushed yeah. them out, I was like, I have made a huge mistake as those two people definitely kayaked through the – like they could barely kayak, almost definitely died in the waves that day. And
0: uh, I should right. really be done and for you,
1: manslaughter. But I thought I was being a good guy. Their blood,
0: their blood is on your hands, although I don't know if for Basically. sure there was blood. They probably drowned. But um, Probably drowned, yeah. I, I actually just remembered maybe the scariest moment of my life. And we'll close okay. the podcast on this, maybe. Or did you have anything oh, else you wanted this, to there say? there'll be no
1: more. No, this is headline of story. Headline of story. This is the
0: headline story. Okay. I'm in year 11. Uh, actually, year 12 of high school. My second to last year. If you're in the States or something, I'm not really sure what year that is. But your second to last, I'm like 17. 16 or 17. And I I was a cool kid. So we got chosen – or I got chosen from – me and some friends did this Shakespeare competition, right? Because we were cool (laughs) kids. And I got chosen to go to this – it was like this Shakespeare camp. I think you remembered me going to it. I I always referred to it as Shakespeare Prison at the time. (laughs) And it was was up in Wellington, the the capital, and it was up on the top of this hill in this place that can only be described – as an abandoned mental asylum. Like it was this yeah. creepy place up on top of the hill, like kind of out of the city, up this winding hill. And mm. we'd, we were rehearsing the Tempest. We were like, there were three groups and I was in the group doing the Tempest and we'd been rehearsing all day. And cause at the, the end of the week you performed your, your shortened version of a Shakespeare play, like at the parliament. And so I
1: remember I went to see it, it was horrific. Yeah,
0: I mean, I had a very minor role, but anyway, uh, we'd just been rehearsing all day and we finished like the guy in charge, the director like left. And so we we stayed to like run lines. And then after we ran lines for a bit, we decided, okay, it was a dark and stormy night. There was so much rain. Like it was torrential rain and windy Wellington. There was wind and there was literally like thunder and lightning. And we decided to do someone in the group suggested we do ghost stories. Now that's the only time that's really ever come up pretty much. And so people were passing around, like it was like brick cell phones at the time, kind of thing. Whoever had like a phone was passing it around, and they were using that as like a torch. They turned all the lights off, and we're in this little yeah. room with kind of windows around, like looking out over the Wellington airport, kind of down below, and, um, yeah. and the ocean. There was that surfing beach. Anyway, everyone's telling these ghost stories. They're all pretty terrible, right? They're all like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, it wasn't that scary. And he got to this one guy, and he started telling a story. And essentially what he was doing was explaining where we were. He was like, there was this abandoned mental institution, right? It was up on top of a hill and it was a dark and stormy night. And there were a bunch of high school students who had like broken in or something. And it was essentially just explaining like what, where we were. And, um, (laughs) and even, it was doing quite a good job. And then as, as the story started like picking up and it was like, I can't really remember what it was about, but he was like building up momentum and then like right kind of near the climax, we just heard, Doom, 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 doom. okay this is hundred percent true the window exploded showering us in glass like it straight <laughs> up just exploded with glass flying in there was yeah there was a man at the window with no shirt on with a a white sack over his head his arms covered in blood and he was just repeating I'm sorry I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. And to this day, that's the most terrifying moment of my life because
1: that's frightening. Well, cause
0: the the thing is there's no explanation for that. You're like, there's absolutely no way to explain that. Yeah. This is just a genuine horror movie. We're in a horror movie. Every, all the girls are screaming, guys are screaming, everybody's screaming. I actually just went deadly silent and was like, just couldn't breathe kind of thing. I was like, and, um, Anyway, it turns out what had happened was the guy telling the story had had like whispered to this this other guy in the group who was like obviously quite weird. Like everyone there was pretty weird. He, he whispered to him and was like, um, "When I get to the when I get to the climax of the story, um, so you sneak out like now, and when I get to the climax of my story, um, knock on the window." And what this drama kid had taken that as, like he'd gone he'd gone one hundred percent, he'd gone full full noise, he'd. Had, backed, had himself. backed himself. He took his t-shirt off and he tied it around his head, and then he he started at the one end of the deck and he ran, uh, he ran along the deck and he hit the window as hard as he could with both his arms, shattering the glass, cutting his arms, and uh, showering us in glass. And then he oh. and then the uh, the I'm so sorry. They were just that was just genuine apologies, um, and. <laughs> Yeah, he had to go to A and E, and it put a real dampener on Shakespeare Prison, Shakespeare Camp.
1: Uh, great story, great into uh, Shakespeare Prison or Shakespeare Camp, and uh, great into the pod. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, I've been Guy Williams.
0: I've been Paul Williams.
1: Let's hope we don't get Cavs Warriors again, but we probably will. Go to the Celtics.
0: Bye. Is it tomorrow? Go the to Celtics.
1: Yeah, tomorrow. Go the to Celtics. Peace. Bye.